Seto Kaiba will bother us no more. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up Kaiba Corporation without a real fight. It's takeover time by me. I attack with the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Thought you were so Alright, what the fuck is up, Duelist? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's only and best Kaiba-sponsored Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, except no substitutes. I am your host, Sarah, also known as Cool RPG Bro. Needs more dragons and shit. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Max, aka Shadow Games, done quick. I'm Dan Silva, aka uh, Hiram McDaniels, a literal <laughs> five-headed mythic dragon. <laughs> And, uh, and returning for the third time this week, it's me, James, who's still a Cypher Slacker. No, I'm more thoughty now. Yeah, <laughs> we got a guest this yeah. one. Welcome back. Yu-Gi-Oh! How, how, how were these for you? How was it for you, lads? Oh, these episodes, they were pretty good. I watched them, yeah. like, three times. Yeah, I really enjoyed, like, this whole, like... This whole, like, concept just, like, as just, like, a, an adventure. I love a good, like, a good, I love a good D&D fantasy adventure where it's just, like, a pretty straightforward, like, little adventure and, like, there's some fun, like, twists and turns. It's, it's enjoyable to me. Uh, mm. I didn't really like it until y- Yami showed up. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, hot. Oops. I mean, I, I honestly, I remember, like, fucking loving these the first time. Uh, I watched them and like I basically I watched them over the last three days like 10 minutes at the time because yeah. I didn't actually have time to sit down and watch them all at once and I like wasn't that into it to be honest it's like a weird amalgamation of a clip show and filler where like they, they literally say hey this is the same stuff we did at Duo's Kingdom but then it takes like literally like five seconds because they're just like okay we know exactly what to do let's just you know summon this monster boom next one go uh, and then, yeah. and like it, it just it was very, very strangely paced. I feel like some parts dragged on, some parts were just like, just like move it along. But once Yami showed up, it was fine because I didn't think Yami would show up. Yeah, there, there were some like there were some moments where I was like, yes, in all caps, mainly when they got costume changes because yeah. I'm Sarah Mc costumes. Uh, <laughs> the costumes were pretty good. Yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm still thinking about Joey's little like off the shoulder uh, fur mini dress that I am in love with. No, we should start with the title. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, in English, what is it? The legendary heroes, parts one through three. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, it's just legendary heroes. Yeah. The yep. legend of Yami or Yugi. The legend of Yugi. Skyward uh, ship. Oh, that would have been a good nickname. <laughs> Down. The illusion of Gaia. Yugi. Yeah. Big, big fives trap. Dual monsters quest. And we we kind of almost have like a part two and three because our the next two episodes are just called dm quest and dm quest <laughs> sarah i did not realize that until this very moment when i was looking at the episode titles and i'm like wait a fucking minute i was today years old when i realized that uh anyway so we open up the first episode on like a dramatic moody rainy fucking gotham <laughs> it was a dark and city. stormy night it was a dark and stormy night 
And Sato Kaiba is in his board of directors like, surprise bitch, bet you'd seen yeah. the thought you last seen of me. That's, <laughs> but that is a sentence that a person said, not me. Um, yeah. So he, he's going off at his board of directors, basically. Um, yeah, he's basically yelling that he's going to fire all of them for completely legitimate reasons, unlike most firings. Yeah. They kind of tried to murder him, or enslave, or kidnap. It's vague. All of the above. Yeah, all but of the bad stuff. But it's pretty bad. It's, it's a, but he does say, you're all fired, and I suggest you leave now, before I really lose my temper and take more than just your jobs. Like, what else is he gonna, what? It's be- kill them? being a CEO of a company is immoral enough, but the only way to make it better is if all CEOs were moody teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, of course, you know, he's the CEO. He can just, like, fire them, I guess. But instead, they're like, oh, but, oh, mate, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of whine at him and they're like, but what if instead of firing us, like, we play a little game and if you win the game, we'll just, we'll go away. And, it, and so Kaiba being the ultimate gamer is really fucking into this? Oh, well, the thing is, Kaiba said that he's been working on this VR thing for years, and Mokuba also says that. Like, he started when Mokuba was young, too. Really young. Okay. You mean Mokuba's not young? And also, this is important, he mentions that he programmed everything in it by himself. Yeah. He really? We don't get that, I don't think. No, in the... In the, he it, says it in the dub. In the yeah. sub, it just says, hey, like while you were gone, we made this game. You want to do it? Yeah. Like, literally, the <laughs> the impression that I got is that Kaiba was at Duelist Kingdom for like two or three days. And in those two or three days, they, they were just... like, oh, the boss is gone. Let's just make an entire VR adventure RPG. <laughs> they're, they're like, oh, you want to fire us, but we made this nice game for you. Kaiba um, makes it very clear when he does it that he made it himself, and I I think he probably made it in that way, like, he probably didn't do any coding, but he probably, like, wrote down a bunch of mechanics or something. So, like, literally, immediately, we're in the game. Kaiba's like, alright, dude, whatever. And he just, like, hauls ass down to the Kaiba Corp, like, VR room. Which I do want to mention is located in, like, an entirely different anime. <laughs> Yeah, it's no. like we're it, suddenly in Ghost in the Shell or something. It's 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 yeah. Vault One Twelve from Fallout. It's Sword Art Online. It's like it's everything. Yeah, he made uh, yeah, VR chat. Like... <laughs> oh, ooh, um, but yeah, he just like straight down there. Mokuba's like, "Why are you doing this?" And he's like, "Shut up, Mokuba. I love gaming or whatever." Uh, like he said, he's like very excited to get into it. Gamers got a game. Yeah, and he, he games. So yeah, they, like they go into the pod. Um, there's like a little uh, focus on him, like inserting his uh, Geo Monsters deck like into the VR pod before sitting down in it. Which, and just, by like, the way, we never see the other characters do that. They just have their cards. Yeah. No, it's yeah. just it's just implied. Um, and then we get like like a cool like transition, like you know, digital world, and it's so cool. <laughs> Y'all, you ever T pose into the Matrix? Yeah, he does, like, remember in, like, episode three of season zero, whenever Yugi T-poses into Yami? <laughs> yeah. He does that, but it goes into the game. It's Chekhov's T-pose. We finally get the payoff, like, months later. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to write down Chekhov's T-pose as a potential episode. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, or just thing that I'll say later on in life that people will think I'm cool. So, like, Mokuba does, like, see him, like, like, going... When Mokuba sees him, it's, like, a sort of, like, Final Fantasy-looking thing, where he's, like, just a, a 2D sprite in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's cute. It I want to play that game. Yeah. So, I have a game um, for you called Dragon's Quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, hey, this is just Dragon Quest. Yeah, it kind of is. And also Zelda. It's literally, it's literally every RPG, like, the most basic cursory fantasy tropes in one episode because they couldn't be bothered to write anything, in, like, new. Yeah, yeah so like, I feel like no one really wrote anything for these episodes in a way. <laughs> so, like, Kaiba's was, like, testing out the game. He, he kills something with his blue eyes. Apparently, he can just, like, pull out a card. Then comes the armed ninja, which Kaiba did not program into the game. And it, the, it brings out a dragon capture jar that captures the blue eyes and, like, like something... I think Kaiba gets captured somehow and, like... He gets a he, net thrown on him. The yeah. ultimate in, in fiction capture device. Yeah. yeah. And then he dies for real because these really high-tech, state-of-the-art VR pods are programmed with, like, lethal volts of electricity. Oops. <laughs> I do, I do want to note... This made me think... What if there was like a Hitman mission where you had to kill Kaiba or a you Kaiba like? Couldn't. You couldn't. And you just put him in there. Asian 47 would hold his gun up to Kaiba and he'd stick a card in it and kill you for real. <laughs> Agent 47 t- tries to take out his gun, but it's invisible. Uh. <laughs> Agent 47 menacingly points at Kaiba. <laughs> um. Yeah, so while while Kaiba is getting stuck in VR chat, uh, Mokuba's out in real life like, oh fuck, oh beans, oh shit. Um, so Mokuba ends up running away, although first he takes Kaiba's deck and then like runs away. And, uh, sorry, pointy hair guy is here at this point? Yeah, so, okay. I can only imagine that they're still like allied with uh, Industrial Illusions or Pegasus or whoever, because he is one of Pegasus's goons, right? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, like it's, maybe he's they just say it's chemo. Th- uh, he has a weird name in Japanese that I completely forgot, but I wrote it down. Is it um, Sarutobi? Saruwada, something like that. Yeah. Uh, don't you know they have like boxes full of these guys in warehouses? Yeah, they get what the oh, the, the, the menacing do. pointy wig. But yeah, I guess he's probably. I'm going to assume that he's a goon for hire because, like, yeah. Again, bold of me to assume that I should read into an anime on a podcast about an anime. He's a shadow runner. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I just point out the, there's a there's a there's a Yu-Gi-Oh wiki page just titled Hair Guy and it's this guy. What? <laughs> it doesn't what? even have That's... his name. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. This is Yu-Gi-Oh the Abridged series wiki. I was like oh. really confused. <laughs> that that explains it. Yeah. You got okay. uh, his I name do is Kimo know... in English. Yeah. Um. So, like, when Mokuba escapes, like, one of the security guards tells him, he escaped! And he says it in a Brock voice? Like, this is something that shows up a lot in these three episodes. Yeah, you gotta remember, 4Kids yeah. has five voice actors, and they have to do every role for every show. There's gonna be a lot yeah, of Brock voice. it's just like, they keep going for the Brock voice when they need a generic male voice in these episodes. <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, so Mokuba hauls ass to the game store, um... 
I, I love literally every single time that we go, that we, like, you know, get a scene going into the game store. It's always the gang talking to uh, Yugi's grandpa. And he's like, oh, I got some new cards. You want to see? They never get to see those cards. Mokuba busts in through the door from the pouring rain, like, Yugi, I need your help. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, And they, it's really, it's extremely good to me that they, they, like, they're like, oh, shit. And they take him upstairs and, like, into the back room. And they give him a little blankie and, like, a cup of hot beverage. And yeah, so that nice. he can, like, be warm and comfortable while he's, while he's explaining, like, how Kaiba is fucking dying in VR chat. Yeah, like, it's light beverage. I, it... From what I saw, at least I watched the dub. It's it's yeah, it's very nondescript. He's I think warm it. Milk. Yeah, it's just so cute. <clears throat> and like, thank you, Grandpa, for taking care of all of the children. Yeah. These, these are recently. good episodes for Mokuba, honestly. Oh, the, the, these are these are the Mokuba episodes. This, I, yes. And like Kaiba is, you know, the world's biggest idiot. This dude goes to Duo's kingdom, gets trapped in a card, goes home, and immediately comes in distress <laughs> once more. Kaiba is the devil in distress of this season. He is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Grandpa too, but Grandpa only got yeah. captured once, so you know, point <laughs> for him. Um, Grandpa one, Kaiba two. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they pretty much they basically straight away just agree to help Kaiba because like because you know they they love Kaiba yeah. for some reason. Um. I mean, we all love Kaiba. In the dub, when they go to run off to save Kaiba, Grandpa says. I couldn't be more proud of those four kids. They do put it in the subtitles as four kids. Stupid. With the number four. Stupid, stupid. Fuck you, four kids. In Japanese, in Japanese, we actually get like, he's like, uh, Yugi, you've gone through so much growth. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, I'm proud of you too, Yugi. Yeah, I've just got so written down hell yeah character development in my notes. Um, and nothing about four kids. Then, um, um, but here we are the four kids. Let's all embrace that. Yeah, it's true. Um, We're so yeah. we go right to Kaiba Land. Um, he owns it. It's under construction, I guess, and has to like kind of break in, like jump the fence. Even There's though... like a full on like heist montage sequence of Kaiba Land. Yeah, in the dub, Mokuba said said he used to do this when he was younger. <laughs> he probably yeah. owned it when he was younger too, Mokuba. So they go into they go to Kaiba Land. They basically go to the VR room, and there's like three pods available. So they have to like decide, you know, who is going to get the there. Dub, Mokuba says that he would go, and someone points out that, like, I think Joey points out that Mokuba knows how to work these things, so he should stay behind. I mean, <laughs> you don't got to work it. You just got to throw a lever, and you're good to go. It's like the transporter in Star Trek. He does ar- counter that argument with, like, maybe I know, like, it's more important that I go in because I actually know the game itself. Also, he has or Kaiba's s- deck. Oh, yeah, he has Kaiba's deck. Yeah, so Mokuba, so it ends up being uh, Mokuba, Yugi, and Jinochi. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they're in Honda and Anzu are going to, like, you know, stay back and, like, work the machines for them, make sure they're doing okay. Yeah. And we, we don't get, like, a cool, like, transference VR entry nope. sequence. It just, like, cuts to them in the game. You get one. In yeah. the dub, Joey says to Tristan, take care of my beautiful bod, bud. <laughs> sure thing. Of course. We get to see that beautiful uh, bod in his uh, costume change. Yeah. Oh, we sure yeah. do. Um, so, like, 
they establish, like, you die in the game, you die for real. Uh, they have to go through, like... <laughs> they fight. They're like zombies at the start, and then they, like... Can we talk about how this game isn't very balanced? It's as balanced... Really? Gotta tell the me. game is as balanced as regular Yu-Gi-Oh! is, which is to say not. Yeah, I <laughs> said it in the Discord, but, like, balance does not exist in the Yu-Gi-Oh! world. Nope. Game balance. Yeah, they, they spawn yeah. into the world, they're in a graveyard, and hey, uh, go back and listen to our episode on the ghost or slash bones duel, because that's all that happens. It's the same exact thing. And, like, also the, the D&D duel with Bakura, last season zero episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. Um, because, like, but... zombies just get attack power every time they die. Yeah, and, like, the the thing is, in the, like, throughout this whole game, like, they have these sort of pseudo deal disc things on their hands um, that, like, have a deck in them. And, like, um, basically, Joey's, like, spooked by the zombies and, like, pulls out a dual monsters card, but then just kind of looks at it like, uh, how do I play this? I don't and think that was... The... I think he drew a bad card. But the thing is, throughout this entire three episodes, like they always draw the card they need. Like, there's no, like, oh, what card am I going to draw next? It's just, like, they just shout the name of a card. They're like, Swords of Revealing Light, and then draw the yeah. next card, which just happens to be that card. Like, there's no... Just... Like, they just draw whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know, convenience, because... <laughs> I don't know, I kind of... We, we, I'm sure we get, like, a deleted scene of them just, like, flipping through their whole deck because, you know, you don't die when you run out of your deck, you die when you run out of your life points, which... Actually, their monsters die several times, but they don't need to revive the monsters, too. Yep, just draw it again. It's like Pokemon. It is a lot like Pokemon, is the thing. Okay, so they, they kill the Zambos. I think my favorite thing about this is when they're killing the Zambos. Um... It's just the fact that, like, uh, uh, fucking Yugi and Mokuba just, like, kind of look at Joy and they're like, duh, you hold it up in the air and shout its name. That's how you summon the monster, okay? <laughs> Why didn't you know that, Joey? Eventually, like, they deal with the monsters and, like, they notice their life points don't go back up and, and like, they keep going. They find, like, a little fairy, a little, like, Navi look thing. Literally Navi. Yeah, so they, they follow the fairy to a town and do some RPG stuff. We literally get, yeah, like, yeah. another... We get a montage of them, like, asking around, trying to, like, yeah. figure it out, like... Oh, oh, they get money from the encounters, but it's, like, five bucks, and, like, cards cost oh, two yeah. thousand. Yeah, and then... Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and the concept of money in this world is immediately dropped because it never comes up whatsoever. Oh, uh, I just want to go over, like, the little slides in the montage... There's some fun stuff in it, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's, like, I wrote down, like, Yugi starts talking to some citizens. There's, like, a thing where Mokuba gives, like, a big cartoon sucker to some children. Uh, Joey meditates with some dudes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mokuba that. carries a little old lady up some stairs. <laughs> and Yugi gets escorted out of a building by some kind of bouncer. He had a heater. <laughs> he had a heating gamer moment. Just like in any RPG, the kids go into town and immediately do crimes. Yeti. Um... <laughs> So yeah, during all this like stuff, they find out that someone was like kidnapped and taken across this desert who might or may or may not be Kaiba. Um, and so they're like, right, desert, we gotta follow him into the desert, which does not go very well. Nope. Um, yeah, they get blown back, and this old 
man, like, does this ridiculous laugh. It's a fucking prospector voice. Easy. It's the worst. He's easy I love pee. it. Um, yeah. It's... And they, they keep on talking to him, and he's like, you have to get Niwatori across the desert. And he's they, like saying he the exact same thing. He specifically says you have to win it, but in the dub, they don't realize that you have to win it until a bit later. He yeah. just says it's something you... Like, he straight up tells them, they can't be bought, they can only be won, but they still go to the shops to look for it? Yeah, they don't say, I don't think he says anything about winning it in the the, the sub. He just, the, the gag is that he only has one line of dialogue he just repeats, that he, like, repeats. It's the only, like, That's good, actually a good gag. Yeah, it's the only good video game joke in the entire episodes. That, there was, like, yeah. this, there's, like, this one clip I saw was that was of, like, some pair some live-action show that was a parody of RPGs, and, like, at one point, the party are, like, debating the ethics of stealing from some lady, and she's just, like, doing the same repetitive thing with stirring a pot and says the same line over and over again. Oh, yeah. That's a great show. (laughs) Yeah, so Niwatori is a fat bird, um, but it's the only thing they can cross (laughs) the desert, so they show up to the... Yeah, they show up to the Colosseum, Uh, they talk to Shigechi from JoJo, this gross frog yeah. man. He's just this yeah. really gross frog dude. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, it's, I thought he was a bit more like kind of Okuyasu's dad. Oh my god. From <laughs> Jojo. Yeah, no, Either I, way, he's fucking nasty. It, it, they meet Steven Universe. <laughs> so they, and he, yeah, he, he does like a funny eat a fly with his long tongue. They they have to fight like the champion to get Niwatori and yeah and the thing about this championship is that you have to wear a fursuit to enter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he does say if you lose all your life points, you might as well go looking out going out looking like a hero. And he gives like a them, like a mask and a combat cape, and Joey volunteers like he's a like pig mask. Yeah, it's a big pig mask, and like Joey volunteers, and they're like, but you already have less life points than us, and he's. Well, then he just, like, argues that he'll just have to play a bit better. Also, they didn't sleep at the inn. Why didn't they do that? That's what the first thing you do in a town, in an RPG. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. First thing I do is just get trashed in real life as well. Why Um, sleep when you can get wasted? He's like, he does say forget about it in the dub. (laughs) Of what? Oh, the dub has good lines (laughs) at this part. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank oh you God. Yeah. I I wrote down wrote these down. They're so good. So like Joey comes in. Like the fight starts and it's like Joey comes in and like his pig mask and cape and they call him Senor Porky. Oh my some, God. They call him. Like, Senor <laughs> Porky. What did they call him? Joe the Joe Wolf the Killer. Wolf killer. <laughs> oh, that's not. Fucking Senor Porky is much Senor better. Porky. Yeah. yeah. Jo- Joey in the dub says, "At least it's better than being called a lap dog." Does he actually God. like bring that up again? Oh. Yeah, does. God. They also like some guy does shout more like Senor Dorky, and that was the Kaiba voice too. <laughs> Thank you, four kids. So Kaiba <laughs> just so much. they brought Kaiba ju- to the tournament <laughs> just to have him say that. Yeah. I they mean, just carted him up in like some shit. What's the word? Stocks, and he's like, <laughs> just that's prop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they bring him back across the desert and chain him to the cross uh, that we'll see later on the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, by the way, it's a slab in the in the English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. They can't yeah, show crosses. I. I mean, it's not really a cross later on. It's more like a kind of. 
almost a T-pose shaped thing. It's honestly. not a cross, but it is a crucifixion. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so the episode closes up with uh, Joey's like opponent. Um, and they're like, you'll be dealing Butterfly. And Butterfly... So yeah, that's basically uh, the episode. He's about to fight this person who looks vaguely familiar. Uh, yeah, it, it's very... I mean, to be fair, we did get it in the Japanese preview that like, oh, it's my. It's I, my. I guess, guess what? That person you saw 30 seconds ago, it's my. I'm the preview. Um, Thanks. And the episode ends. Um, shall we do we quick Queens of Games now? I played like three games and very quickly that are very similar. I'll be quick. The <laughs> okay. three games I've played are Parasite Eve 2, uh, Only Michelle Warlords, and Resident Evil 3. Parasite Eve 2 has a lot of customization and like you can do like magic stuff and it's like really cool. And there's like some scary themes in the game that's like probably the scariest of the three games. Uh, Unemotional Warlords, it's probably, it's more of a samurai flick than a horror, but it's like very, but it's very charming, the dub is very good, it's very fun. Uh, you, there is some magic too, but it's not like as deep as Parasite Eve. But anyway, uh, Resident Evil 3, it's very hard, like way harder than I thought it would be. Uh, there's a lot, also quite a bit of like... You get chased by this big guy called Nemesis, and like if you kill him a bunch of times, you get rewards. But like you yeah. generally don't want to because it's hard. But yeah. Uh, they should have called the third game Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> God. What about Resident Weevil, eh? <laughs> I mean, Sarah's gonna make that joke. Ah. <laughs> I'll go over my game first or er, next. Sorry. Uh, I'll. I haven't really been changing it up much. I've beaten Yakuza 0. Uh, I've been doing the post-game. Also been doing Final Fantasy fourteen. I did get to show up on Slow Beef's stream when he was playing Yakuza 0. And like as also, voice? Yeah, like he was oh, just doing nice. a thing where like he... Where he was just like bringing people on like randomly. Essentially what he was doing is like... He's been 100%ing the game and... He had to get to the worst part of the game to 100%, Catfight Club. Oh, I thought it's... the worst part was, like, the uh, singing. Nah, like, the singing's actually kind of fun. Catfight Club is just this terrible rock-paper-scissors game, but with, like, sexy ladies, and there's completely random chance, completely random chances of failure, very vaguely unexplained mechanics. It's the worst, and... Sounds like uh, a card game from FF9. Yeah. Some people, they compared it to like Rumble Roses, but worse. Uh, so like, I, when I was on with him, there was like a good luck streak. And like, not only did he like beat a club while I was on, like, he also got to beat Ogita, the, the dance battle guy. Uh, let's see. But yeah, that's 
the key points of my games. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've been what? playing a game called Wargroove. It just came out uh, on like almost every platform except for uh, PlayStation, which will be soon. Uh, it's like Advance Wars, but like medieval. Um, it's like a strategy tactics kind of game. Where like you have commanders that you control, and you like you know, <clears throat> on maps all these different kinds of terrain. You like have to capture villages to get money, so you can build more units and just kind of like uh, plan out like you know how to win the map. It is this really really robust like uh, map creator and scenario editor where you can actually like write your own scenarios for the game and like have them act out in cutscenes. I think, um, hmm. and it's like this really cool like giant network through like all the different consoles that it's on. That you can like play so like i have it on switch you can play it with someone on xbox using a map someone else made on pc which is like really really cool uh and the connectivity yeah. it's like really pretty pixel art um the company who made it is chucklefish they made starbound they do they had to do a couple Ooh. games um yeah it's really fun it's like 20 bucks i think um i've been having an absolute blast with it i recommend like everyone pick it up if you're into that especially if you're into advanced wars because we haven't had advanced wars in 100 From years right here it's already successful Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it, people have been hyping this game up for years because they revealed it a long time ago and kept on kind of pushing it back to oh, add more did. and more stuff to it. Um, yeah, it's it's very 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 fun. I I dig it. Uh, Sarah, Pokemon. Yeah, I I'm gonna give this one 666 out of five. Yeah, <laughs> mainly because of the way that the the GIF that I've generated is is um, it's like completely um, broken. This Pokemon is supposedly number 628, Breviary, uh, which is a normal flying type. And the description says, It's thought that people disturbed their habitats in the past, so Breviary banded together to fight back. However, I am fairly sure that what I have instead summoned is like a manifestation of like the Elder God Breviary, I guess, because just as the way that the GIF is flying, it's kind of glitching, yeah. like it's got a million wings a at once. A billion wings, a trillion eyes. I I have to, all I can do is lay down and worship, uh, because I'm terrified of this fucking GIF. It's um, just, it's thank you, Breviary. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're a lovely Pokemon, but mostly um, I'll heal, I guess. I'll Shut heal the Glowcloud. Second Night Veil reference on the episode. Praise be um, to Breviary. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I, I, if it didn't have that gift, it would be pretty generic looking. It's just a, yeah. it's just an eagle, like a Native American looking eagle. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. I need to not look at this gift anymore because yeah, it's yeah. driving me insane. <laughs> Sarah's gonna start like writing like eldritch runes all over her room. You think I don't already have yeah. eldritch runes all over my room? Fair, fair point. Um, so I bought a ghost T-shirt last week. It's gonna get worse from here. <laughs> You've gone full Papa. I've gone full Papa. Like <laughs> I have skulls and pope hats all over my room. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, should we talk about uh, episode forty-four, DM Quest Two, Yugi the Legendary Hero? Um, this was the episode actually that I noticed that in the uh, Japanese, there's some like updated bits in the opening animation uh, of them in like their cool costumes. Um. Because like That's up cool. until then, I'd like forgotten they got costume changes, and like I saw them in the OP and kind of lost my shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the episode opens up with Anzu and Honda in the real life, and they're like piling all these like servers in front of the like, door actually, of the VR start, room. Like in the dub, they like have like this conversation, and Trishan's like, "Hey, guess my uh, facial hair," and he's like, yeah. "And it's like the joke is he has none." 
Oh, I I think we didn't even mention this that like a bunch of the oh, yeah. the, the, the the spiky haired guy and some other goons are basically trying to like go to the server room to stop them from like doing VR and saving Kaiba. And like I guess. the English stuff, they say they're trying to unplug them, which would cut them off from their bodies. Oh my god, they want to kill oh these kids, god. dude. That's yeah, somehow that's... like more threatening than any of the Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Somehow. Um, Jesus. Like cut them off from their bodies is not. That's I don't know. That's a whole other d- discussion. Yeah. So, so this episode, hey, it's the Genoji Mai duel. Same thing. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. They start with some banter, and like Mai's just taunting him, and Joey's like, "You know what I like about butterflies? They don't talk." <laughs> That's. Oh my god. She does say, "I knew guys could be dirty as pigs, but I didn't know they dressed the part." Oh my gosh. Four Thank kids. you for kids. Uh, in the sub, we just get basically she comes in and is like, oh, ho, 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 ho. Um, and like, wait a second. I recognize that laugh. I recognize um, that like shrill laugh and harsh tone of voice. That fucking yeah. Ojo Sama laugh. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> but basically, the duel, quote unquote, duel resolves whenever Joey realizes it's my. And then, like, they just immediately kind of stop dealing and have a conversation yeah, in they, the middle of the episode. He realizes it's my, not by her voice and look, but by her battle tactics, which is oh, yeah, summon true. a harpy lady and then use this and then make a wall. Yeah, and then she's so like, like as the as the harpy's whip is about to hit his monster, he takes off his mask, and she's like Genochi because hey, apparently actual real life Mai is in the digital world too. My yes. theory is like she was unknowingly hired to kill them, like they specifically got her so she could kill them, and she had no idea. And Maybe. you know, it is it is significant character development on Mai's part that she just like immediately just gives up on a duel. Like, damn bitch. Oh, Mai has gone through more character development than literally anyone in the show, I think. Like, the Mai of these three episodes is like a completely different Mai. I love Mai um, so much. She's uh, so kind good. of kind of I mean, there's a lot about how she's kind of gone a little bit crazy for Joey, and I'm like, whoa, okay, Jeez. calm down. Yeah, um, that does happen. <laughs> he's not that special. Yeah, like uh, he's him. Not, really, I mean, him he has a great Brooklyn Who? accent. Him? He does have a sexy accent, is the thing. And like the, the thing is, they have to. Someone has to win in order to get Nibatori. So she's like, okay, and has her harpy whip the card and like take it, yeah. and they all run out. The townsfolk are after them. So we get to the desert, and basically the card turns into a bunch of chickens that they can ride, and I love them. Yeah, yeah. they're so, riding. They're riding chocobos in the desert. Oh, there is there is a bit in the dub where like Joey reveals he named his drumsticks, sort of like how Kiryu names his chicken nugget. And Mai's like Joey named chicken his drumsticks. Chicken. He, yeah, Mai's no, it, I, it's drumsticks. Oh wait, shit! The chicken is called drumsticks. Okay, okay, okay. I've got there. I'm with you. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're in the middle of the desert, and then uh, the big sandworm from Dune appears out of the sand and they kill it. <laughs> the spice must flow, says Red Eyes. <laughs> oh, Mai's just like, complaint, like, she says, oh no, how can we destroy that monster? Joey just summons the Red Eyes. Yeah, It's like, none of the monsters that appear in this are a challenge kind of at all to nope. them. Yeah, There's like, no, like, until the very end. It's no, yeah. like, actual duels or fights. It's just like, oh, a monster, I'll just pull the exact card I need from my deck, and poof, bye. And then they, they get through it. 
Eventually um, they find... Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Or They find an ancient temple and, like... So, like, they go in. It's It's got a big old labyrinth with a yeah. maze in it. Or, I, I mean, a labyrinth is a maze. What am I like, saying? Like, they point <laughs> out that it's, it's, it's a lot like the labyrinth with the paradox. Yeah. Make you labyrinth. Um, they yeah. have these, like, little labyrinth tanks chasing them as they, like, scooby-doo on out of there. Um, <clears throat> basically, they... Stuff happens, man. Who cares? Yeah, they get Jesus. cornered, and there's a good line here in the dub. He's like, Joey's like, you got a plan? Uh, we gotta bust through those tanks. You got a plan B? Because <laughs> they'll... He said something along the lines of they'll poke us full of holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're covered in drills. that. So he uses yeah. magical hats. They, like, warp to the other side. Yeah, I think this is probably one of the moments in this episode, well, that's, like, quite fun, because, like, uh, Yugi plays magical hats, they get covered by the hats, the hats, the hat that they were in gets destroyed, and then you just see out of the corner of the screen one of the other hats, like, just kind of starts walking away. Yeah, there's three. They have, like, um, one for a chance of that working. Sarah, it's funny that you said this is the part that's exciting because literally my notes in this part are these episodes are boring, dude. Yeah, oh, like no. this, this is like the first thing in the episode that I was like, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, so oh. th- they get they get to the other side and they meet Princess Mokuba. Yeah, yeah. I, and, um, and this is something I actually remembered from my childhood, like way back when. I was like, wait a minute, I know this is like she's meant to be Mokuba. Yeah, Mokuba yeah, Mary. Trans, as it turns out. Yeah. yeah! Hell yeah! Um, but I like that their line is that, like, Joey runs into her and is like, Mokuba, why are you dressed like that? And Mokuba comes out from behind him like, bitch, I'm right here. Um, and so yeah, uh, Princess Mokuba, she has a name, I didn't write it down, I just wrote down Princess Mokuba. Mary. It's, it's okay. It's just Mary. Huh. Um... Oh. Thank you for your normal yeah. name. She she like helps them through the labyrinth. They meet her like nanny and her guards on the other side. Um, there is like a bit where like they run into the gate guardian and they work together to summon Black Skull Dragon, which instantly kills it. My complaint's that everything's rigged against them, which means in universe the game balance is bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just um, This is like some RNG ass bullshit is Yeah, so Black Black Skull Dragon there's like Bob's Gate Guardian with like yeah they give him like a knife to stab Gate Guardian with yeah they give him the nails uh, kills it they're like escaping the maze at this point and like I know I'm it sounds like I'm rushing through everything but it's because this is as fast paced as this part of the episode is this all happens in the span of like a minute (laughs) yeah yeah um before we get to Princess Mukuba's like castle, uh, we kind of cut away to where Kaiba is. How is Kaiba doing? Hey, remember when Kaiba got crucified by like the Joker elf? It's what? called Witty Phantom, and hey, it's Taco. <laughs> yeah, does... Kaiba... holy shit! It's fucking Fuck. Taco. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Don't have hey. some good dialogue. Hey, remember when oh, Taco yeah. crucified Kaiba? <laughs> oh my god! Like they go through some banner. Uh, James Mason, did you write any of it down? No, but like the 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 guy's like, oh, you didn't program me to like like be merciful, and kind of like, oh, I guess you're not one of my better creations then. <laughs> if I could remember what Taco's voice was like right now, I, I but I can't. Taco really talks like this. Yeah, he oh tries God. to like 
and manually end the thing with like code words, the simulation. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Doesn't it's work. just some shit. Um, so yeah, basically, ta- ta- yeah, ta- <laughs> Taka. He's talking to Kaiba about how he's one of the two sacrifices needed to summon uh, the five-headed dragon. Um, hey, five-headed dragon, big five. Coincidence? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, the like elf who we are just gonna call Taco from now on, I guess. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, Taco just kind of monologues for a while, and Kaiba sasses back at him. Um, not really that much happens. Nope. Apart from we just see that Kaiba's being crucified in a team pose because he's a gamer, I guess. <laughs> Jesus was a first gamer then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Max, I'm so grateful because I literally have that joke written down. <laughs> Picking out uh, money changers in dad's house. <laughs> We're a Bible podcast now, damn it. Uh, so anyway, um, Leviticus 123 says... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> God, that was good. Um, we go to uh, fantasy anime castle Mukaba Land. Uh, what's it called? Goland or whatever? Uh... In the dub, they call it Sin Lao. Sin Lao. Whoa, okay. That's okay. a name. Cool. Some real Final Fantasy sound and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, uh, so, like, they, it's, they it's, do, like, highlight... Oh. They, it, this is just literally the, repeating the plot for all of us, like, saying, hey, yeah. sacrifices Mokuba, dragon, Kaiba, big five, huh? And yeah. then there's, like... Yeah, Joey eats a... virtual food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and um, then we get Yugi Renfair... Yeah. So what happens is like they establish they've got to like get this legendary vessel that can transport them there and like because of the magic of the castle they have to get this and can't just fly up there. So I took a screenshot of Yugi and Mai standing next to each other and god Yugi is tiny. Yugi's a three foot tall boy and he's good. This is King this is Duelist Kingdom's version of that fucking shot from season zero with Mai and Yugi. Mm Yugi is like a Digimon size compared to my. <laughs> He's Yugimon. Uh, so, yeah. Sarah, you want to walk us through these outfits? Basically, the uh, the reason that they all get uh, costume changes is because uh, the princess is like, oh, we've been waiting for these however many legendary heroes from across the mountains, and that's you guys, and we have your outfits ready. And it's just like, boom, costume change, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yugi gets a sword, Mai gets titty cups, Joey gets objectified, and it's very good. Um, yeah, Joey has this, like, kind of off-the-shoulder uh, fur mini-dress type thing. Um, it, it is, like, I'm very glad that kind of Joey's is the horniest one. Uh, I mean, Mai is there, and, you know, she's got titty cups and, like, thigh highs, but it's all very, like, classy uh, compared to Joey, which I appreciate. Um, Yugi just has kind of, like, standard uh, fantasy-style armor with uh, sticky-out pauldrons and and the cape and I don't know some chainmail bits and bobs. He looks he looks so cool. Like the, honestly, yeah. they all look so fucking cool. When I was a kid, I thought that Yugi's outfit was the coolest in this one. No, it's true. It is. It gets a thousand times cooler whenever he turns into Yami, though. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Al- although, if I may, Jonan the Barbarian. Damn. <gasps> <gasps> I'm just gonna write that down as an episode title. We've been getting some good ones. Um, <clears throat> he is showing about like twice as much skin as Maya's. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, what happens next? Like, uh, some stuff happens. The plot moves on. The plot moves on. Although, this is... Yugi, like, asks my... Um, he's like, hey, like, you know, you don't really have a stake in all this. Like, why do you care about Kaiba? And Mai says, I can't quit midstream. Is <laughs> Mai one of those Twitch streamers? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Mai's one of those Twitch streamers. I don't think in the dub, I don't think they say anything about Mai not having a stake in this. He, she's just there to help and like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just baffling to me. When were these subtitles written? Like, I know the Crunchyroll episodes were released, like, a couple years ago. It just is, like, an absolutely wild choice of words to use. Because, like, certainly at the time this episode was, was made, that did not exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when was this episode made? Like, this would be 2003? Two, three or four, 2000, I think. 2001. What? That early? Yeah. yeah, let me just go over the yeah, dates. Two times not real. Because, like, that, like, I, I was thinking about that during these episodes, because I, I remember literally the first time I, I watched these, because they, I knew they would be made in, like, early 2000s, I was, like, dreading, like, the arrival of a funny girl dressed like a boy joke or yeah. whatever. Like, I expected it from these episodes when I first watched them, and we don't, like, we don't get that. Like, and I was, like, really relieved. Yeah, it's like... Like, a tiny bit in the dub, like... Joey just once saying Princess Mokuba, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's never like actual like yikes material, which is like, hey, good for you, Yugi. Good for you, four kids. Yeah. It's like, oh, you did the bare minimum. Thank you, four kids. <laughs> you did the bare minimum, and for that, we will eat at four kids. <laughs> <laughs> we have okay. the bare minimum of this not being transphobic, and we also have like joey being like <laughs> objectified um there we go and he's also I... wearing the bare minimum amount of clothing he, oh the okay bare i looked it up uh <laughs> grandpa did say that he was so proud of those four kids yeah <laughs> so basically now the plot is like we have to find the flying machine okay so monsters attack the castle and like yugi draws a card and like the ninja guy throws a Kunai to stop him. Kunai without chain. Sarah! Kunai with rope. Yeah, which is like the only time anyone does anything like that in this in these episodes. Yeah. like Yeah, it's the only time an opposition monster is any kind of effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and yeah, the, one of the monsters from this attacking fleet just carries the princess away. Oh no, the princess is gone! Woo! Goodbye. Goodbye, Mary. We miss but, you. But... Mary. It was Mokuba. But... It, it was, was Mokuba. Yeah. Yeah, the, Mokuba, like, said to to Adina, hey, we should switch outfits. Pause. So I can help my brother. Hmm. Okay. I get it. Okay. Yeah. You um, get one. And yeah, like Mokuba's logic for this is like, yeah, if like we switch places, they'll capture me and take me to my brother, yeah. Um which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess. Um like good logic there, Mokuba. Um, you're not wrong. Um so yeah, now their whole thing is like, okay, so Mokuba got taken off in the princess's place, 
Uh, and how are we going to get up to the castle in the sky? There's some Nazca lines there. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> yes, thanks, I Joey. I like this level in, in Illusion of Gaia. Yeah. Oh, uh, I get that one. Oh, do man, few people have actually played It's a good game. Gaia. So and they're basically like, oh, but this uh, they, they have you know they have the whole town look around for clues and they find nothing, and I, someone says like, well, this thing was buried here like a thousand years ago. What if we had a way to turn back time? And like Joey, does... turn back time. Sorry, <laughs> Joey does not. What if time get... magician said that? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Joey does not get it at first, and Yugi has to remind him. Hey, remember that time card you had? Time magician that you use a lot? In remember your, only, <laughs> remember your one good card? <laughs> he just um, forgot he had it. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, yeah, he, yeah, time magic, blah blah blah. The bird. There's like the a little bird. snippet at the end uh, where Anzu and Honda are like trying to hold down the fort, but are, I don't know, whatever. That's pretty yeah. much, that's it. Yeah. Um... Uh, next one. DM Quest 3. Dragon Master Knight. Huh. Uh, Legendary Heroes Part 3. Yeah. Checks out. Uh, Nazca lines turn into big ship? Big big ship fly away. It's a big Final Fantasy airship. It's like, it's like the sandbird from Mario Sunshine. Oh, that, that's... Well, it's not an asshole, that's for sure. (laughs) Like that bird... (laughs) God. So basically, the reason that they have to use this flying machine to get to the castle is because the barrier surrounding the castle. By the way, it's the Castle of Dark Illusion that uh, Player Killer used, which is a very cool looking thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Monsters uh, aren't able to pierce the barrier, so you need, like, I guess, a machine to do it, which I feel like that would be the opposite, but go off. Uh, Joey does, like, yeah. this pilot impression in the dub. And if you look oh, yeah. out to your there's a castle, clouds, monsters, monsters. A on a cloud. Let's, I need to stop. I am loving these musical stop. cues. Um, <laughs> so yeah, between them and the castle on a cloud, I like to go there in my sleep. Um, there is an army of dual monsters. There's like these. I love the little creepy ass, like hairy, one-eyed moth-looking things. Hmm. They're like mm-hmm. legitimately freaky looking. I'll find what the monster itself is. Um, also, like. They just summon their monsters and, like, because the rules of Yu-Gi-Oh, their monsters just easily tear through all the enemy monsters. Yeah, it's like um, a big, it's a big fight in the sky. Is that there? It's again. Game yeah. Balance. Yeah. And, now this is when the episode gets good. Yeah. Yaro because. fucking dies. Yeah. yeah. It, who cares, dude? Fair, the who cares fairy dies in front of Yugi. And in the dub, they say she's been digitized. Okay. <laughs> um, we really? we get this amazing, just like no, and, and and Yugi's crying over this fairy, and he gets mad, and he screams, and he turns into Yami, and it's really good. Yes, yeah, so he's super saying it. He did <laughs> over a digital fairy that does not exist outside of this game. It's because he's Yugi and he cares about the random NPCs you're not supposed to care about. Yeah, he's Optimus um, Prime. Yeah. God, do, you, is, do, 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 do they? Yeah. 
you know it, that it, 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 it's it's confirmed sarah it's confirmed oh I, i'll take your word for it <laughs> do they go to the castle now or do we get to uh the, yeah they they you... manage to like get close to the castle but then they get attacked by this big fire dragon thing at this yeah. point they've like stopped giving attack points to the monsters it's just like hey a monster there's probably a card for this kill it please yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they get, they get, they're like big. The fight, the ship, the Nazca Lines ship thing gets destroyed. Um, so Yami summons a dragon for them to ride on, and they fly to the castle. Yeah, well, they, um, so they didn't need the ship. Well, they got through the barrier. Yeah, they, they the didn't ship need to it anymore. Get through barrier, and then they just kind of like you know use harpy ladies and the weird like blue grinning dragon yugi has to fly in yeah um yeah um, cut back to crucifixion to, yeah we cut to kaiba and then you know taco comes in and like throws mokuba on the grind and is just like here's your precious princess like in sleeping Beauty, you know that one <laughs> uh, Moku- mokuba is like a total aw- totally awesome in this scene because yeah. he just has the deck and it's just like okay fine sword soccer free my brother and just gives the deck to Kaiba, and Kaiba's like, time to send you to res- the recycle bin. Really? <laughs> Does he say that? In the dub, yeah. Yeah! Oh the dub's you. good, you guys. The dub is sometimes good, I will admit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like whenever, like, honestly, it's like a polar scale of, like, whenever the episode is, like, kind of bad, the dub makes up for it with really funny lines. And... Whenever the episode is good, the dub kind of ruins it with the same funny lines. Humor is not absolute. Mm. Like, Mm. he... Kaiba does get really mad at Mokubo when he finds out he got Yugi and pals to help. Like a bitch. Yeah, no, he's like, I don't need their help. (laughs) Honestly, like, that's a mood. He's literally the only anime character that I'm okay with not getting a redemption arc being an asshole. Everyone else, I'm like, no, you need to be nice and be a good character. But Kaiba, you're special. You can stay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kaiba and Taku Taku are the only characters allowed to be pieces of shit. Yeah. And now um, there's only one left. And now there's only one left because Kaiba killed Taku with Blue Eyes White Dragon. He yes. tells Did Blue he Eyes to him? he tells Blue Eyes to annihilate him. <laughs> nice. He killed Taku for real. Uh, there he is. <laughs> goodbye. So like when Yugi and Pals are, like, going through this castle. They come across, like, this big, weird tree full of cocoons. And there's bees everywhere. In the dub, Joey says something about, what, a, ca- a forest in the castle? Taiwan needs to stop playing so many video games. <laughs> Just Mom want to play video games. Mom said it's my turn on the Xbox, Yugi. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's they're like coming up to the castle. There's some monsters. They fight them, like the rest of these episodes, basically. Um, yeah. The good thing about this fight is that we, at one point, like they win the fight, and we cut to outside the game where the big five are watching them, and what? Bonsai! It's like Bonsai. the cutest little pixel art of them. It's so cute. I posted oh, yeah. it in, in Discord chat a, a wee ta- while back. I'm gonna get a tattoo yeah. of this or something. It's so good to see. Yeah. Like, um, the Final Fantasy victory music plays. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so they're like, they make it to the main hall of the castle. Um, this like dark, or 
at this point, the big five in the real world are like, all right, let's time to take matters into our own hands. And like, like, oh shit, I can't believe they beat the game. Whoops. Oops. Yeah. Like a dark portal opens up and it's like a blue eyes pops his head out and Kaiba and Mocha would fall through. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah. See? Yeah. You know, if the big five didn't intervene, there would be no final boss. They would just leave, I guess. If the big five weren't so hell-bent on literally murdering a bunch of teenagers, this wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And tragically, the big five interrupt what could have been, like, a really good, like, Kaiba roast session. Because, like, Kaiba arrives on the scene and immediately is like, I can't believe you fucking came here. Like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, uh, Jinochi says something. He's like, we're worried about you. And Kaiba says, I don't need a loser to worry about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. He does uh, say in the dub, Joey, you look like an overgrown monkey. <laughs> Thank you, Kaiba. It's true. Um And yeah, I think that the, the like the big five like a voice comes out of fucking nowhere and is like, oh ba 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 and Kaiba says some stuff about like, ha, well I beat your game and now the dragon can't be summoned and then the big five start like installing mods or something and like <laughs> hack the game to make the big dragon come out anyway. What happens here? They're in like a really weird like circuit board space, and like whenever like the light kind of pulses across like the um the yellow parts of it, it plays like the noise when like um I, I guess when you play a monster that like kind of like digital noise. Um, I can't make it with my mouth because it's not a human noise, but you know what I'm talking You're about. Right. Maybe. You mean <laughs> you don't have noise? a computer mouth, Max? <laughs> There's a I wish. bit where like. Basically, they just like go into the console commands and put dot summon big dragon. Yeah, they yeah, summon they summon Tiamat, right? They summon yeah. Hiram McDaniel's literal five headed dragon. It's a fucking sick dragon. It's a cool looking dragon, though. Each yeah. each of its heads is like a different element, something. Although I can't figure out what two of them are. It's like metal, electric, fire, water, and oh. wind. Oh, I don't know. Wait. I feel like there was like a sand one or like a rock one. There was one that had like liberty spikes and then there was no, just like, I don't know. That was the electric one. Was that the electric one? I couldn't, I thought that was sand. Fuck. It was hmm. a It was a dragon that you can only hope to be designed as well as a bunch of like, probably like 70 year old CEOs could design. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's their first time. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's all dragons from here to the end of the episode. They say um, that only dragons are allowed to attack in their modded realm. In their mod server. They have the power of Lord of D. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, they say in the dub, it's a sacred place where only dragons can fight. And Kaiba's just like, <laughs> Do you know me, bitch? Yeah, like, <laughs> they all get their big dumb dragons out. Yeah, yeah. And can I just say... Curse of Dragon fucking sucks compared to the other dragons. He looks like a like, tapeworm. Yeah, like Curse of Dragon is not a dragon. Like it shouldn't be a dragon. It should be like a tapeworm that curses dragons. Harpy's like, dragon looks anyway. like the dragon from Shrek. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's called Donkey's Dragon? Um, it's true though. <laughs> so yeah, the dragons fire on the five-headed dragon, which isn't quite enough. Uh, what happens here? Uh, basically, it, it's like each time they attack, the, the five-headed dragon is like 5,000 attack, whatever. It's a lot. 
Um, <clears throat> literally, each time they attack, someone sacrifices themselves for someone else. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, Joey sacrifices his red eyes for Mokuba, and later Mokuba sacrifices himself for Kaiba. For, yeah. Like, yeah. so, Janochi sacrifices red eyes for milk, but Janochi dies for real. Um, yeah, they yeah. do They do the whole digitizing effect, and this is the part where I get to make the joke about, Hey, Yug, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. Well, well, don't I, I mean, I guess they turn into sparkles instead of dust or triangles or whatever they turned into into the, the movie. So Just, good. um... Like, Oh god, that hurt my yeah. throat to laugh. Yeah. So one by one, everyone du- 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 another one bites the dust, um, and another one gone, and another one gone, and another one bites the dust, um, <laughs> until the last two people who are left are Kaiba and Yugi. Um. Oh. Uh. Before Kaiba is left, last left left the Kaiba, he, like, he's like, Yugi's like, oh, you, Gami's like, you gotta, like, work with me here, man. And Kaiba's like, oh, yeah. No, no, fuck you. And, like, Yugi's, Yami's like, call out Ultimate Dragon, which. Don't like, fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. Pretty much. And, uh, get yeah. smoke about killed. Yeah, because Yuki already had summoned Black Luster Soldier, um, but yeah. he can't move because Lord of D is uh, paralyzed him. <clears throat> he's not a dragon; he's a human. Mm. And eventually, Kaiba's like, y- "You don't need to tell me what to do. I summoned Blue's Ultimate Dragon of my own accord." <laughs> <laughs> like, um, honestly, that is a mood, though, because like when people tell me to do things, I'm like. I, want, I don't want to do that. You told me to do it. And then I just do it myself later, like, <laughs> ten minutes later. <laughs> I did this all by myself. Yeah. So, like... I, my idea. Yeah. Um, what happened? They so they, fuse... like, do a big polymerization that gets the Supreme Dragon Master Knight. And it's, it gets it... the power of all the dragons that have been played in the match. <laughs> this dude has 9,000 attack. Before that, they try attacking during the transformation sequence. And they found out yeah. you can't attack during the transformation sequence. That's pretty great. Even actually. in Sword Art Online, there are rules sometimes. So, like, they. Sh- and, like, the knight just shoots a big rainbow laser at Mystic Dragon, and. Yeah. Then, it, then they just, like, fade away and. <laughs> just they, disappear. They die for real. No, really. That's what happens. They die for real. Yeah, Season it, 3 it, it, confirms this. Wait, what? Yeah. What? The big five died for real. Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my god. So then Yami and Kaiba too come, just come to in the castle town, and of course Brack voices there along with all the other generic voices. <laughs> and Adina reveals that she's actually the mystical elf, and she brings back their friends, including Iaru. So, yeah, they, they all get revived. They all, like, this is like the end of the episode, really. They leave as like the um the goons are like breaking into the VR room. They all yeah. like wake out. They all like wake up, get out of their pods, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we're in trouble now!" Because now there's like four teenagers in the room. Oh, there is a bit where Kaiba's like, "I never asked for your help, and as far as I'm concerned, I never needed it." Oh, uh, Kaiba actually gives mm-hmm. thanks to Yugi specifically. Everyone else, yeah, is just useless. 
I think the the closest we have to that is like the the black hole thing appears for them to leave the game, and Cab is like, right, bye. And then the others are like, uh, aren't you gonna say thank you? Um, and some stuff, and like Kaiba and Yugi say some bullshit about the heart of the cards and whatever, blah blah blah. Uh, Kaiba Kaiba's Yugi Yugi's. That's all we really need to know. Pretty um, much, and that's when they wake up. Yeah, they um, wake up. Um, <clears throat> that's basically it. We don't really get a resolution. They just say, "Hey, let's get ramen," and they're like, "Okay." The last, yeah. yeah, and like the last line in the dub is like, "Now where's the John? I drank seven sodas before we got in those." <laughs> Weird. Four kids. What a weird one to do. Hey, just woke out of the airline. I got a piss. <laughs> Why though? This is such a weird thing to add. Time oh to God. take a piss. Uh. Yeah, is it uh, to do? Do we do questions or Beyond Tune World? I never know. Uh, which- I think I try to do first. Beyond Tune World first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for this week, I was since we've run out of the main cast, I was going to go through more of the Japanese cast. I was gonna since Mokuba's like really important to this episode. I decided I'd want to do Mokuba's Japanese voice actor. <laughs> Initially, I was going to try to find a season zero one, but she's in like four roles and i have virtually nothing on her so mm. i went with her with uh the main voice actor for mokuba uh in in uh, the main series which is junko takauchi uh let's see according to wikipedia junko is the youngest of three children he studied ballet and piano for seven and a half years uh <laughs> she enrolled in 91 at nihon <laughs> university college of art dropped out two years later uh, she was a shoe salesperson for several years and gave piano lessons on the side. And then eventually she like joined the theater community and she got into voice acting in 99. Uh, and let's see. She, it also said, uh, looks like she has two kids now. Uh, she married in 2006. Uh, that's basically everything the bio says. As far as her career goes, though, uh, while she is Mokuba in this, it seems like her most iconic voice acting role is Naruto Uzumaki. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. he's, she also played uh, Gon in Hunter x Hunter, which I think is still going. Uh, she played Agumon in Digimon Hell stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, Takuya I, in Digimon Frontier and Burning Greymon oh. and so on and so forth. Man, that- uh, I really slacked on the Digimon jokes this week. It's cool. Oh, hey, she was in Pokemon Origins as Red. I watched that. It's pretty good. Oh, Pokemon Origins is so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. uh, Nice. um, Sounds like a hell yeah from all of us. Yeah. Thank you, you, anime. It's pretty cool. Thank you, anime. Yeah. I do not think anime. (laughs) No, anime. (laughs) Anime Anime is for jerks. Yeah, Yeah. And we are all jerks. (laughs) Why do you think we're here? Uh, uh, speaking of jerks, uh, one of our questions this week says, why is Max the best blonde co-host of Pod of Greed? Thank you for your time. Yeah. Thanks, Jacob. Did you send this in, Max? Jacob, Max. Jacob sent it in and then messaged me right afterwards saying, hey, I sent a question in. God damn um, it. Uh, to, to be uh, fair, though, I am because I'm the only one. Yeah. I mean, true. I mean, you're also confirmed as the Daphne of this podcast. Damn. I think we all have different hair colors, though, right? So we're uh, all... Ginger. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what Argyle looks like IRL, so I, I think guess Argyle I has brown hair. Okay. Uh, we got our, we got our faces done? covered. Uh, black hair. Fucking totally spies over here, except Shit. that there was a fourth spy. Oh my god, Clover always was my favorite. Sam always was my favorite. Okay. Sam was the only one that I ever got to be in the playground because I was the only ginger in school. Damn. Damn, Damn Sarah. You so, <laughs> got profiled. Let's... Next question is from Scooter Lewis, who asks, uh, so what micro what microtransactions would Kai have put in his game? Just imagine, the only card you need to play this Dual Monsters game is your credit card. Yeah, uh, oh considering my God. how low the money they get in the beginning is, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, probably has like some in-game currency, definitely. I feel like... I kind of thought about this, because, like, Kaiba is a capitalist piece of garbage, but he's also got artistic integrity, so it would probably... He would probably just have, like, a very, very high barrier of entry. And you must have this... You must have a me medium income of this to play this video game. <laughs> I mean, he made this just to make it... Just to summon his dragons in. Yeah. yeah. There's no, probably... Well, Kaiba Corp makes, like, weird, like, dueling peripherals, so I think it would, like, require a bunch of weird bullshit peripherals, like Crystal Chronicles, maybe? Oh my god. Oh, no, the only microtransaction Kaiba would do would just to be, like, no one would be able to get the blue eyes unless you pay, like, a hundred bucks, and that's it. Oh, Personally, god. you have to put it in his- you have to PayPal it to him directly. No, he wouldn't let anyone <laughs> else date his dragons. Damn. Uh, yeah. I- I- yeah, I can't think of anything. Um... We got, we got it. We got it. We got it. I'm, it does seem to use cards, so maybe like booster packs, like a yeah. gotcha game. Uh, yeah. We got yeah. any any more on the tumbo? Um. Well, we, we've we've got another one, but we kind of talked about it a little bit already. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. We just, just, avoid, we talk, just yeah, basically we talked why does why does Kaiba have a have a have a character? Why did Kaiba put his brother in, but as a girl? And that's pretty much because he loves it. his brother, and his brother deserves to be a fucking princess. Mokuba Duh. trans confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> Mokuba trans. Mokuba so says trans you. rights. <laughs> yeah, the entire cast of Yu-Gi-Oh says trans rights. <laughs> yeah, in unison. Uh, we have one more question from on Twitter from oh, yeah. Twitter from friend of the show Pidmon Jasmine Marsh asks. Do you think the rules for being inside Millennium Items is similar to being in the Matrix, at least for those who've unplugged? You know? I've never played the- I, I've never watched a Matrix movie, can you tell me? I've- I have watched the Matrix. All I remember was there was a lot of PVC, and there wasn't much, like, black, shiny PVC in this one. So... Uh... <clears throat> no, I'm gonna go with- n no I'm, for, for I'm just gonna go out on a limb, as someone who's never watched the Matrix and assume, like, being inside the Millennium yeah. Items is like being in a little sub-world or something. That I always assume that... Oh, go ahead. That raises kind of a weird point in that, like, okay, so Yugi and Yami are, like, still sharing the same body, even though it's virtual. Yeah, it's... that... How does that work? What if, hey, hey, what if they went inside the VR and then Yugi and Yami, like, didn't have to share the same body? Yeah, could, that, like, that would be really cool, actually. Really cool. Now you're just talking about every piece of Yu-Gi-Oh fan art, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and all the like every pieces that I've ever drawn. Are... Yeah, and 
This does remind me of something I thought when I was a kid, which was like, I think inside a Pokeball is like some like mini miniature virtual like I don't know living space or something. That's been confirmed though. That's like in canon confirmed. That's basically huh. that it... Pokemon anime. Yeah, no, cool. you know, you know, in canon it's confirmed that like inside a Pokeball it's just like a little environment for them to hang out in. Hmm. Didn't know that. I know Pokemon lore more than anything else in this world. <laughs> Pokemon expert of the show. Oh, you. Oh, you know Sarah, what? one day we'll get through all of them and you'll be able to share that title. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be awarded <laughs> by you yourself. <laughs> you'll come over to my house and give me a medal. Yeah. You know what? I think the reason why why Yami and Yugi still share the same bodies because they were. Because Yugi was touching his stand as he went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he writes baby card on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I think that's that's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First, I want to say you can follow us at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter. You can follow us at podofgreed.tumblr.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we could honestly, I would love to hear more reviews. Uh, let's see. I would some reviews that are. Positive and five stars, please. Thank you very much. Excuse me, we've only ever had five star reviews. Yeah. One of them was from me. <laughs> we can't so, just say that. See. Yeah, I can. It's obvious because uh, the I... username's Maxi Bajillion. Oh, okay. I'm uh, allowed to see. review my own podcast, aren't I? Is it legal? Is it? I... Is it illegal? Did I do something illegal? No, I'm sorry, James. of course it's fucking legal. <laughs> Want to shout out our friends uh, Noisepace at noisepace.xyz. Uh, You're one of them now, Dan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you say Z like our... an American. I mean, z- I've said this before. Hey, Mark, why would Z sounds cooler, <laughs> but you can't rhyme it in the alphabet song. So why would you do it? I want to give a shout out to the Orange Groves uh, podcast network by Riley Hopkins and Ghost of Joe. You can find me at at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. I've been doing art as practice. It's not good, but it's fun as a hobby. Uh, you can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday. Today, as of the recording today, it's Happy Rosa Parks Day, Xbox. Uh, hey, Dan, did you get Burns Night last week? Get what? Burns Night. Burns Night? I don't know what that is. Huh. You gotta tell me, actually, so I can put it in next year. Sarah, your culture is way too far ahead of ours. I'll just tell you what Burns Night is. Uh, Yeah. Fucking taking too long to load. Shit. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, no, I fucked up. Tell me after the show. (laughs) Um, Uh, I was gonna read the Haggis poem. I was gonna read the full Haggis poem to Dan, but listeners, you can be grateful that I don't. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's just Scotland Day. Uh, yeah. You can find me uh, in Scotland at Sarah Mook Costumes on pretty much every... Actually, yeah, every single platform I am Sarah Mook Costumes now. And that is me. Um, <clears throat> before I go, James, do you have anything you wanted to plug real quick? Uh, like, well, I have my Tumblr blog, Dark Wizard James Mason. My art blog, Art Wizard James Mason. My Twitter at JamesMason108. And... Uh, F.A. and Weasel, Dark Witcher, James Mason. F.A. is a terrible site. Uh, 
<clears throat> and I am Max. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, okay. James, in scheduling, yeah. we have one of two things for you to read. Your choice. Norman Reedus, booty ass, dirt pants, slap prince ass, naked butt ass, naked ass, out butt, covered booty ass, naked ass, out butt ass, naked booty chase butt ass, out naked booty out, uh, naked ass, Norman Reedus, butt ass, ass, naked butt slap butt cheeks, fappy one. Yeah! Yay! Thank you very much. Grazie, grazie. What is that? Did our guy just pull? I love to say that. Is it like a bear? No, it's, it's, it's like a little bear. Actually.